This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD, CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. CBD Calm helps ease tension, soothe irritability, and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of Plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD, plus L-theanine, and 5-HTP. CBD Sleep aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD plus melatonin, as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's a weekly program where we digest some of the most important health stories of the week, and you can participate. You can call in with your questions, 877-726-8255. We'll usher you directly into the doctor's office where you can pose your question to me, and I'll do my best to answer it. 877-726-8255. Lots to talk about on today's program. A new study uh, that looks at whether meat is associated with a higher risk of dying. And this time, they did the right thing. They didn't look at just meat overall, as all the previous studies have. They distinguished between processed and unprocessed meat, and I'll share the results with you in just a few moments. Also, uh, we'll look at a nutrient uh, called zinc L-carnosine and some of the surprising benefits of this um, relatively unknown supplement. 877-726-8255. Lots more. Uh, we'll talk about uh, intermittent fasting. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, shockwave therapy for erectile dysfunction. If you listen to uh, AM radio, lots and lots of ads for shockwave therapy as a revolutionary way to cure erectile problems. And we'll take a look at that momentarily. Uh, the Unfortunately, uh, the elephant in the room continues to be COVID, and we've got uh, lots of news on the COVID front. Uh, this week, uh, vaccines, um, uh, vaccine boosters uh, have been approved, and uh, they're going to be made available for virtually everyone. I mean, they say, oh, we're going to prioritize 65-plus uh, individuals, uh, people with uh, immune disorders, uh, people who are uh, frontline workers. But uh, it turns out that, it, you know, if you go for a vaccination, uh, there's a little checkbox and you're uh, asked whether it's your first vaccination, your second vaccination, or whether you're in for a booster. So who's to stop you from, uh, you know, let's say you got uh, vaccinated uh, last spring uh, and you want to get a booster and say you're not in one of those high-risk categories, uh, you're an ordinary 52-year-old, uh, uh, you don't really qualify, but you can just queue up and get your booster, uh, no big whoop. 
And maybe, just maybe, they'll stop you uh, because they ask the question, uh, have you uh, had COVID recently? They don't want to give you a, a shot right after you've had COVID, uh, but I'm not sure that they checked you thoroughly, and you can probably lie. And also, um, what if you just uh, had your first uh, series of shots and uh, you're ultra paranoid and you say, well, I'm getting on a plane and I'm concerned because the vaccine protection is not complete, and so I want a booster, and yeah, maybe you can, you know, it's it's not going to be very stringent when it comes to boosters. So um, here's an interesting uh, uh, result of a uh, survey on vaccination rates. Headline, pace of COVID-19 vaccinations drops to lowest in months. Now, that's kind of interesting because is the vaccine mandate succeeding? Uh, they've told a lot of people that they need to get vaccinations or else they'll lose their jobs or they need to get vaccinated because uh, if they want to go to the movies or if they want to go to a restaurant and sit inside uh, or if they want to go to a gym and work out, they're going to need to get vaccinated. So is this really pushing a lot of people to get vaccinated? Well, according to um, the latest statistics, uh, about 300,000 people uh, started the vaccination process during the last week. And that's a 7% drop from the previous week and a 35% drop from last month when there wasn't a mandate. So what's up with that? It's, it seems like people are not really responding well to the mandate. Uh, they've been told that they need to get the shot. And you know, I personally know of uh, a few people who've quit their jobs because they've been told that they need the vaccination. They've taken other jobs uh, where they're allowed to work uh, from home online. They're, they're so adamantly uh, opposed to getting the vaccination. Uh, and in those instances, these are people who uh, I personally know have had COVID. So they say, why am I getting a vaccine when natural immunity is so much superior to the vaccine-induced immunity? And we're going to have a little segment where we're going to talk about breakthrough infections in just a few moments. But uh, there's a really interesting uh, op-ed in MedPage today, uh, which is a mainstream publication, and it's by a physician, Jesse Pelletier. Uh, and th this guy's pro-vax. He's not anti-vax. So it's not like, you know, one of the people way out on the fringe who's saying vaccine is terrible. It's uh, a plot by uh, Bill Gates to put uh, microchips in everyone. No. He's saying that the vaccine is overall a good thing. And the op-ed is entitled, Would an Immunity Mandate Instill More Public Confidence? He says that Biden's sweeping vaccine mandates will only further erode public trust. And he starts out by saying that institutional trust is critical for the healthy functioning of government and society. And unfortunately, and probably the good reasons for this, in the U.S. institutional trust has been waning since the inception of its measurement in 1958. Uh, and, you know, when the government tells you how to do something, there's a lot of people who are mistrustful of the government. But when it comes to health mandates, uh, we've been burned. Uh, they've introduced drugs which are toxic. They've had to take them off the market. They've talked about uh, a low-fat diet, which has been a fiasco. Uh, they've introduced uh, uh, vaccines, which are... You know, only slightly effective against the flu, for example. Uh, so uh, lots of distrust 
of government mandates uh, and government uh, uh, issued uh, opinions. A recent Pew data study shows that only 24% of Americans actually, quote, trust the government. And so this doctor, Dr. Pelletier, says, it, given this dismal level of trust, it's perplexing why the government has decided to move forward with rigid, far-reaching COVID-19 vaccine mandates that he says will only further erode public confidence. Uh, his point is that the simple classification of vaccinated versus unvaccinated lacks the nuance, that's an important word, required to satisfy the scientific mind. It's a one-size-fits-all mandate. And he notes that people are not stupid. Scientific literacy is at an all-time high. People can get a lot of health information, some bogus, some fake news, but they have access to health information through an unprecedented um, barrage of stuff that's available to us via books, magazines, newspapers, social media, TV. And he says the Biden policy unfortunately continues to ignore other means of acquiring immunity, which may include natural infection and single doses of mRNA vaccine. That's one policy that's being undertaken in other countries where people who've had COVID just get one shot and not two because one shot may be somewhat beneficial, too unnecessary. And he says, we've known all along that this is not a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Many of the unvaccinated have been previously exposed to SARS-CoV-2 or have had COVID-19. And they have some immunity. Recent data from Israel, of course, we've reviewed this, shows that natural immunity in people who survived uh, COVID is uh, robust and durable. And perhaps even more so than uh, getting vaccinated. I mean, according to the studies, as much as anywhere from 10 to 27 times more protective. And again, this guy's not an anti-vaxxer. He says that no doubt that vaccination continues to be the single most important strategy to lift us out of this pandemic. And people should not seek out natural immunity going to like uh, chicken pox parties, you know, to get COVID. That's a kind of a Russian roulette proposition. But what Biden and others really should require is not proof of vaccination, but rather proof of immunity. Uh, we should get immunity passports. That could mean either showing a vaccine card or evidence of sufficient antibody levels or past documented infection. Uh, they would set a threshold for a level of antibodies which uh, people would have to have. And that would be fulfill the requirement uh, for being immune. So that would be, we would turn that an immunity mandate. And it might be particularly important for kids who many parents are reluctant to, to vaccinate. And especially for those previously affected with COVID-19, many who don't want the vaccination because they just, why go there? It's unnecessary. Uh, in the EU, the UK and Israel, they're making room to better accommodate natural infection. They're not insisting on a one size fits all mandate. So, um, you know, okay, shots, boosters, mandates, um, but uh, the element that's missing is a nuanced approach to COVID. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. In a moment, we're going to take a look at uh, vaccine breakthroughs. I think you find it interesting. This is Intelligent Medicine.
There's never been a more important time to ensure your immune system is operating at its peak. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman with a new natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals created exclusively to help promote a better immune response. Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea. Future Farm's Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea is the first to combine these three powerful ingredients together. Elderberry is packed with antioxidants, vitamins, and may boost your immune system. Echinacea has been shown to activate chemicals in the body that decrease inflammation, and zinc activates T lymphocytes. Low zinc has been associated with increased susceptibility. For more information and order, call 888-841-7216. That's 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Elderberry with zinc and echinacea is all natural, science-based, and works without adverse side effects. myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Do you suffer from numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in your feet and legs? It could be caused by something as simple and common as a B1 deficiency. This is Dr. Ronald Hoppen with a solution for low B1. Zobria. Zobria is a safe, effective, and clinically proven nutritional supplement containing a high-potency bioactive form of vitamin B1, which has been shown to reverse symptoms caused by low B1 with no side effects. Low B1 causes your nerve cells to stop functioning properly, resulting in numbness, tingling, burning, and pain in the feet and legs. It may also contribute to forgetfulness, loss of mental focus, fatigue, and loss of appetite. Restoring proper B1 levels has been shown to improve the functioning of these nerve cells. You can get Zobria risk-free by going to zobria.com. That's zobria.com and get 20% off with coupon code Hoffman at checkout. This offer is only available to intelligent medicine listeners. That's zobria.com. Vitamin B1 perfected. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. 877-726-8255 is our number if you uh, want to pose a question or share an opinion. 877-726-TALK. And so it's now becoming clear that uh, the vaccine is not uh, a perfect bulwark against COVID. Uh, it's not going to be the way that we, quote, crush COVID a lot of breakthrough infections, and there's no doubt that the vaccine is reducing the severity of these infections and reducing hospitalization and death. But uh, that's one of the reasons why boosters are being called for. But um, to give um, a real dimension to this problem, uh, I've invited our uh, call screener and board op, uh, for today's program, Steve, uh, who is, he's not usually our, our uh, call screener, uh, but uh, last week, uh, talking to our regular call screener, uh, Al, uh, Al said, oh, yeah, Steve's out. And I said, well, what is it? And he said, well, he got COVID. And I said, well, wh wasn't he vaccinated? And he said, yeah, he was vaccinated, but he's now out with COVID. So uh, I want to share... Uh, with our audience a little bit uh, what Steve's experience was. So, Steve, welcome. How are you doing? Good. Hey, Ron. All right. So, so you, uh, when were you vaccinated? Uh, I was vaccinated April 8th of this year, so about five months ago. Five months ago. So you got the, like, the Pfizer one-two punch. And uh, so... Actually, are, are I, had the, I had the Johnson Johnson. Oh, you had the J&J? &J. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, so the J&J &J may be a little less efficacious than uh, the Pfizer, but now they're saying that a second dose of J&J &J can boost the protection up to 91%. You know, that's to be seen. Uh, so, uh, yeah, for convenience, J&J &J was great. You know, just one and done. 
And so, um, all right, so then you conducted your life. Now, you're 26 years old. Are you a kind of sickly guy? Are you overweight? Uh, do you have uh, diabetes, high blood pressure, uh, any underlying immune problems? I do like to consider myself a little healthy. I do get some exercise and try to eat well, so no, no, no I'm not immunocompromised whatsoever. Right, and you're a runner as well. You, you like to get out there and hit yeah, the pavement. Yeah, I tried to, yes. Okay, so uh, so what happened? Uh, you, you you started to come down with something that felt a little like uh, you were getting a cold. Yeah, it was. I felt like I got a common cold, but it, it came on really fast, and usually you feel colds kind of lurk in, and this one came in really fast. That, that was my, I guess, first symptom that I had something different. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, so, so your first reaction was, you know, you know, I've already been vaccinated. I probably is, you know, something else. But then you got tested. I did. I woke up the next day uh, with a fever, and so I, f I figured I should get tested because I have to come in to work with Alan, everyone, and uh, I was positive in 15 minutes, and that was that. Wow! Wow! And how high did the fever go? I, I never got uh, the temperature, but I was just very. I was sweating in bed, and I knew something wasn't right because I keep my room very cold when I sleep. So it was it was odd to me. So. Right. And uh, so what were the other symptoms that were associated with your breakthrough infection? Yeah. So after the fever went away, it was pretty much just aches and pains. A lot of that, my joints and when I would walk, it was a lot of joint pain and I guess very dehydrated. I would just have to drink a lot of water and the aches lasted a few days. Okay. And uh, from, what I, from what you told me uh, before the show, uh, you said that you were quarantined for 10 days but then you, you went to get retested and you cleared the virus very quickly. Yeah, so they tell you to quarantine for 10 days, which is, you know, whether you're vaccinated or not, because I don't have data on that. And then uh, about day five, day six, I mean, I had no symptoms left whatsoever. So I decided the next weekend, I think it was about day eight, I got tested again and I was negative. So I guess I had shed it off a little faster. Right. But uh, there was one lingering symptom, which is kind of bothersome. Regarding taste and smell. Yeah, no taste or smell. The smell is coming back, but the taste is uh, still gone, which is annoying. But. Yikes. So, you know, what I what I said to you is I said, well, in a way, you caught a break. I mean, you went through a little bit of hell, but uh, now you've got more complete protection than if you had just been vaccinated because we know that natural immunity is sure. superior to vaccine immunity. So uh, I guess you're not a queuing up for that booster shot anytime soon. Nah, just waiting for my taste to return. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing. Appreciate it very much. Appreciate what you do to keep the show on the air. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. 877-726-8255 is our number. Talk to Steve and get on the program. This is Intelligent Medicine. Mom, can I have some spray? Sure, honey. Thanks, Mom. You know what that is? That's the sound of my child thanking me for giving her something that's actually good for her teeth. Sprite Gum is part of the Spry Dental Defense System, a complete line of oral care products made with 100% xylitol, the all-natural sweetener with proven dental benefits. So when we're at home, my whole family uses Spry toothpaste and mouthwash to help strengthen our teeth and reduce the risk of tooth decay. And when we're on the go, I just throw some Spry Gum and mince right into my bag. My kids love it, and I love that it's all natural. No sugar, no aspartame, or any other chemicals. Just think of that. I reward my kids for taking care of their teeth at home by giving them gum and mints on the go that are good for their teeth. 
visit SpryDental.com or ask for Spry by name at your local health food store. You can also ask your dentist about Spry. And make sure your mouth is receiving all the benefits of 100% xylitol products. At Vitamin Shop, Sprouts, Kroger, and most natural product retailers. Find a retailer near you at clear.com. As an intelligent medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site, it's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant, and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. 877-726-8255, our number and uh, what you just heard was kind of a cautionary tale about uh, the possibility of breakthrough infections. And what we're seeing is that uh, a lot of young people uh, have now been vaccinated, but uh, they're a little less cautious because the average 26-year-old is gregarious. And uh, I walk around New York City and uh, I see the bars and restaurants are open and lots and lots of kids are crowding in there. They're real happy because uh, the weather's great. And uh, they're protected from COVID and they're not wearing masks because, well, that kind of puts a damper on social interaction. And many of them are now coming down with COVID. So the statistics uh, are showing continuing cases, perhaps not as serious as before, but among the unvaccinated, they could be more serious. Now, coming to an airport near you, vaccine mandates for air travel appear imminent. There are two federal bills in queue which would mandate vaccination for air travel in the United States. One bill includes an option to provide a negative COVID test. Well, that's kind of a nuisance because, uh, you know, you got to get the test and some airports are now providing COVID tests. But uh, by the time this uh, uh, bill is uh, voted on and becomes law, the Biden administration said that they're not ruling out the possibility of issuing an order mandating COVID vaccination as a condition for air travel. So they can bypass Congress making an executive action, uh, as they've done with um, vaccine mandates for federal employees. Um, Qantas is an Australian airline. It's the only airline that uh, heretofore has required passengers to be vaccinated for international flights. But uh, because the vaccine mandate may extend to more airlines or all airlines, one of the reasons that uh, airlines are reluctant is because a lot of people have been unvaccinated and that would really hit their business hard. Plus, uh, if there was a vaccine mandate, uh, they would have to provide an accommodation under the Americans with Disabilities Act and the Civil Rights Act. So they couldn't say, well, this is the, you know, like the non-smoking section that used to be in planes. Now, can't smoke on planes, but there used to be a non-smoking section, which is kind of illusory because the smoke would waft back and forth. But uh, what would they, they, they would have to have like a separate pod for unvaccinated people, or maybe they would have to have separate planes <laughs> for unvaccinated people. That's not going to work. So uh, vax mandates are a real possibility. Uh, 
but with all this bad news, you know, here's uh, finally some good news. Uh, according to modeling, and, and modeling has been notoriously poor. I mean, at first they modeled and they said that, uh, you know, millions of people were going to die uh, in the UK and the United States of COVID. Well, it's been bad, but not that bad. And uh, now uh, modelers are looking at, it's kind of like modeling uh, climate change, you know, based on what's happening. We project what's going to happen uh, months hence or years hence. Uh, you know, you never know. Uh, but they say COVID-19 cases are projected to decline steadily through March, according to many scenarios. Um, part of what may hasten the demise of COVID, which will remain endemic. I'm convinced of that, but it, it will maybe be contained to a dull roar and become just a relative nuisance. Uh, they say that childhood vaccinations will take off later this year. And um, the hope is that no new contagious variants will emerge. The belief is that the Delta variant is about as bad as it gets, and it's going to outcompete other variants and stay the predominant variant. But you never know. Um, they say that trends may vary by region. Uh, some states could continue to see a surge, uh, continuing for several weeks or months. Um, and then, of course, there's the winter weather, which may render people more susceptible to infection because people crowd inside. But hey, you know, that's a little bit what happens in the hot summer because in places that are too hot to go outside, people stay inside like Arizona, Florida, Texas. And that may be why uh, they had what was kind of like a, a winter surge in midsummer recently. So um, what they say is that um, it may be that by March, uh, COVID cases will slowly drop from 140,000 cases per day right now to about 9,000 by March. 9,000, that's nothing. That's a drop in the bucket. And deaths will fall from 1,500 per day, which is pretty bad. Still, currently, to fewer than 100 per day. Again, bad. But, you know, it's, it's taking it down to a dull roar. All right, uh, this item... Uh, are you looking to give your immune system a boost? Well, here's a natural solution that I like from Future Farm Botanicals, liquid wild oil of oregano with rosemary extract and natural honey flavor. Future Farm's wild oil of oregano supports a variety of healthy benefits, including antimicrobial effects, as well as supporting the immune system. Plus, Future Farm's the first ever to formulate wild oil of oregano with rosemary. And rosemary has some interesting properties. It aids circulation, it helps alleviate muscle pain, improves memory, also gives your immune system a boost. The natural honey flavor enhances the taste. I just driven it and it tastes great while still giving you all of the benefits. Future Farm sources this product from the Mediterranean and produces it in the United States, which is reassuring. For more information to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Note that it's future, P-H-A-R-M, a play on words, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Wild oil oregano is all natural, science-based, and works without adverse side effects. Check it out at myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Uh, okay, so there's this uh, new thing 
that is making the rounds. And you hear about it a lot on AM radio, where maybe you may be listening to this program. Uh, lots of ads for shockwave therapy for ED, for erectile dysfunction. And um, what it involves is application, usually of, of a kind of a wand, uh, which administers uh, low-level uh, shockwaves to the penis. And it doesn't sound very pleasant, but it they say it doesn't hurt. And it's distinctive from uh, the high-intensity shockwave therapy, which is used to smash kidney stones. If there's a stone-smashing therapy that's uh, called extracorporeal shockwave therapy. And extracorporeal shockwave therapy at medium levels is used to treat muscle problems. It was in vogue among NBA players who were trying to recover from injuries. You'd shock the tissue and you would promote uh, circulation. Well, the idea here is that um, the same type of therapy at lower intensities uh, can uh, increase circulation and help to revascularize the penis uh, so that men can overcome uh, ED. So, you know, what's the deal with that? Um, it, it, it's not FDA approved, but and it should be used only under research protocols. But um, uh, there are studies that demonstrate that it's efficacious and safe. And the majority of these studies have been published outside the U.S., where there's less rigorous uh, there's less rigorous controls on studies. Uh, studies are being performed in the United States, but they're ongoing. And there's a little bit of an ethical concern about offering something that's, quote, experimental, that hasn't really been approved by the FDA, and charging for it. You can enroll people in research studies, but then you shouldn't charge them. So, but this is, these things are springing up like mushrooms. Um, in March 2019, the Sexual Medicine Society of North America has issued a position statement uh, stating that the use of such therapies is experimental and should be conducted under research protocols. Uh, their their uh, position paper is entitled Shockwaves for ED Not Ready for Mainstream. Um, so do the, do this, does this work? Uh, well, it, it does seem to help a bit, uh, but it works better in men who still respond to drugs like Viagra. They've got to have something going in terms of potential to get an erection. Men who don't even respond to Viagra, have very severe nerve problems or very severe circulatory problems, are less likely to respond. That makes sense. They have much more severe ED. Maybe they've had nerve damage due to surgery or radiation, uh, or maybe they have very, very severe circulatory compromise due to advanced diabetes. And so they're less likely to respond uh, how long will the benefits last? Some of the trials have demonstrated a benefit of up to 12 months, but then you got to continue to get therapies. Therapies are generally administered three times a week uh, for two or three weeks. And there's a kind of a, a rest and recover period, and then you do it again. Uh, therapies are expensive. A course of therapy can cost anywhere from three to $6,000, and uh, it's not covered by insurance because it's not fully approved. And then uh, even more concerning is there are home kits to do this. Now, the home kits, uh, in order to 
be approved or not disapproved have to offer low in, lower intensity than the office devices. So uh, is it likely that you're going to get achieve the same benefits uh, without the muss and fuss of an embarrassment potentially of going to a doctor's office who holds a wand on your penis uh, for uh, 15 minutes uh, several times a we uh, week or several weeks you know, so just buy a home unit and treat yourself you can treat yourself uh, every day if you want and won't that work better well those devices um, they've not been thoroughly researched and it's likely that they offer uh, lower intensity uh, shock waves and so it's unclear if they offer any benefit uh, whatsoever. But hey, guess what? There's a big placebo effect involved in any kind of therapy for erectile dysfunction because it's, yeah, it's physical, but it's also psychological. So many of these studies, um, you know, what's the control that they use? They got to use some kind of control, something that simulates uh, treatment, but is a sham treatment. And so it's really unclear if uh, whether some of the benefits may be due to the fact that you shelled out a lot of money and you believe in the treatment. Okay, so there you have it on the shockwave therapy. I mean, you know, I guess, you know, got discretionary dollars, want to give it a try. It's not too dangerous, but um, don't necessarily get your hopes up that this is a panacea. 877-726-8255, our number. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, not just another powder in a capsule, with hundreds of probiotic products to choose from. What makes health experts worldwide consider Dr. O'Hara's probiotics superior? Dr. O'Hara's crowning distinction is the 500-plus postbiotic metabolites produced during its three-year fermentation process. Why are postbiotics so important? Postbiotics are vital for sustained digestive balance and overall immune health. Postbiotics are fundamental for hormonal balance, weight management, skin care, and brain health. Postbiotics are the Dr. O'Hara advantage that is essential to our health and wellness. Encapsulated in a vegetarian soft gel, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics is a live paste of 12 strains of probiotic bacteria and nourishing prebiotics from whole fruits and vegetables. Join the millions of people worldwide who know the power of Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Go to www.essentialformulas.com today to find a retailer near you or search online. Staying healthy has never been more important. And Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, maker of premier heart and immune health products, is leading the way to better health with a groundbreaking new formula, Kyolic Omega AGE. Kyolic Omega AGE combines the cardiovascular power of Kyolic's best-selling, organically grown aged garlic extract with sustainably sourced fish oil and a synergistic blend of the nutrients, vitamins D3, K2, E, and B6, 9, and 12, that have been clinically shown to support heart, bone, and immune health, all in one supplement, providing you with a comprehensive and convenient way to take your health to the next level. So check off all of those individual supplements from your shopping list and get Kyolic Omega AGE for heart, bone, and immune health today. Look for Kyolic Omega AGE at fine natural health retailers near you. Learn more at Kyolic.com. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C.com. Stay healthy. Live better. Welcome back. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. 877-726-8255, our number. And Diane from Pennsylvania, how are you doing? Oh, yes. Hi, doctor. Thank you for taking the call. So I take uh, a pain medication three times a day with 300 milligram acetaminophen 
So yeah. uh, I also take NAC with it. It's a 600 yeah. with yeah. selenium and molybdenum. That's a, that's, a, that's a great idea because when you take uh, any kind of uh, acetaminophen, you know, brand name Tylenol, uh, you deplete your glutathione and uh, I keep NAC around just for that specific purpose because, uh, you know, if occasionally I'm suffering from aches and pains, I mean, really, I mean, I might do this like three, four times a year and I need some Tylenol for aching muscles. Uh, I'll definitely take some NAC. And when I broke my leg and I, like you, took pain medication, there was a combination of uh, oxycodone and uh, Tylenol. Uh, it was um, it was necessary to replenish my N-acetylcysteine. So, so I took it. So yeah. So so you're worried that this is too the right dose, too much, too little. That's what I'm wondering. Six hundred three times a day with the uh, selenium twenty five molybdenum fifty is is that going to be okay? Three times a day. Yeah, that should be fine. Uh, you know, you could even get away with a little less. You could take it one one twice daily because uh, you don't really have to take mega mega doses of the NAC to get the benefits so but that would be safe and then the levels that you're getting you're getting a little selenium and you're getting a little bit of um, molybdenum uh, molybdenum is it molybdenum is more for joints are you suffering from joint pain is that the problem uh, that too but <clears throat> it's mostly related to uh, nerve and tailbone pain mm-hmm Nerve pain. Okay, well, uh, you, you, you're going to hear it uh, soon on this program, and we're going to view uh, a guest for one of our podcasts on the subject of nerve pain. And one of the breakthroughs on nerve pain is that uh, high-dose vitamin B in a bioavailable form, uh, the brand name is Zobria, uh, can be very helpful for certain types of nerve pain, particularly diabetic nerve pain, possibly other types of nerve pain. So uh, that uh, is a good candidate for dealing with pain that's wonderful uh, yeah that that you'll hear more about that product because uh it's one of our good sponsors now and we're gonna share a lot of information about zobria with our listeners in coming weeks so check it z-o-b-r-i-a check it out all right uh this item uh has to do with something very interesting which is um the notion that, okay, we've got the vaccinated and we've got the unvaccinated, and that's, that's kind of binary, right? Uh, if you're vaccinated, you're protected, and if you're unvaccinated, you're vulnerable. You know, KISS principle, keep it simple, stupid. But um, a doctor named uh, Dr. Marty McCary, and you may have seen him on uh, TV, uh, and he also uh, writes uh, op-ed pieces for the Wall Street Journal. Uh, he is also um, editor of MedPage which is a popular um, medical website. Uh, he is very interested in the possibility that, uh, in addition to the people who are vaccinated, you know, we talk about herd immunity, herd immunity, you know, because unfortunately uh, 57% or 61% of people have been vaccinated, 80 million Americans remain unvaccinated. So, but what's the deal with the people who are unvaccinated? He theorizes that a relatively high percentage of them have some degree of immunity uh, either a high degree or a moderate degree against COVID. And that hasn't been studied. And perhaps one of the reasons it hasn't been studied is maybe some people would say, well, you know, I got some degree of protection, so I'm not going to take the vaccine. Uh, they don't really want to put the spotlight on the possibility that some people out there have some natural immunity. Maybe they've had a coronavirus that's relative, that's related to, uh, 
uh, the uh, SARS-CoV-2. And there's a little bit of crossover in terms of immunity from an ordinary cold virus they may have had in the past. So finally, finally, uh, they've announced a national study of COVID-19 natural immunity in unvaccinated persons. So this is a big deal. Uh, it's a big research product project uh, out of Johns Hopkins. Uh, and they're going to use uh, advanced statistical methods for mathematical modeling and simulation of medical data analysis of large healthcare data sets and outcomes research. Very sophisticated study. And um, they're going to determine, uh, A, you know, how many people have had COVID before, how many people unbeknownst to them have been exposed and have asymptomatic infections. That's a possibility. So we don't even know. And how many people have crossover immunity from previous uh, related coronaviruses? An interesting study. It's going to take some time to get the results. But uh, long overdue, uh, a study of uh, natural immunity. So uh, a new uh, phenomenon in Japan. You know, Japan is the world's oldest nation. Uh, and a very high percentage of people are, 29% of people are 65 or older. They've come up with a new term, which is pre-old. And in this article in the Wall Street Journal, we'll provide a link to this article in our summary of today's program, a lot, a lot of people in their 60s and 70s are still working. And they're healthy. So this notion of you're old after 65, they're moving the needle on that in Japan. Uh, the uh, the term uh, older uh, applies uh, only to those 75 and older because people in their 60s are much younger uh, than they have been before, especially with medical advances and good lifestyle.